It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke joins me in studio today. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the uh, technology producing today. Good morning, fellas. Good afternoon, fellas. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, man. Oh. I got you the same thing I got you last year. Uh, today's not Valentine's Day. Yesterday was Valentine's Well, what would you get your wife before we get going? You want uh, well, and be, Is it radio it, say? Keep it clean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, necklace and some earrings. Yeah. I got my wife a trip to Florida. And, well, actually, I got her a trip to India for the next 12 Valentine's Days. So, because I sure wasn't going to spend that kind of money on Valentine's Day. Did you Day. get the smell out of your house? Yeah, it's gone. Okay. Uh, it is Thursday, February 15th. M&M Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450, 384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Tony Burke got his icy cold thirst quencher today. Right now, 32-ounce fountain drink, smaller, only 89 cents, so drive by Thornton's. Well, don't just drive by. Stop in Thornton's and uh, get, drive your, by, drive by. get your fountain drink. 89 cents and hit me up on the Thornton's text line 502-414-1450. It's never easy to do a show the day after something crazy happens, something uh, tragic happens, but here we are. This is a sports call-in show, so I'm not going to spend time on this. I just want to mention the shooting at the end of the Chiefs parade yesterday, 22 people shot, one of whom perished. Um... I don't know if outdoor parades are over. This is the world we live in. It is sad. It is sometimes unavoidable. If somebody wants to do this, they're going to do it. I don't know how you stop it. I don't know if you can stop it. I think outdoor parades will now be over. You'll have teams that celebrate in their arenas or in their stadiums, and you'll have to have a ticket to get in, and there'll be a security screening at the gate, just like you're going to a regular NFL regular season game or going to a college basketball game because nowhere safe schools, churches, now victory parades, more than half of the shooting victims were under the age of 16. These are kids. Their parents took them out of school. Let's go celebrate the chiefs. And now, you know, they've got that memory sadly for the rest of their lives. And one person uh, who was not under 16, just for the record, uh, has been fatally wounded. I, this is not a political show. You don't know what side of the fence I'm on, and I don't want you to know what side of the fence I'm on, but it's time to try to take the guns. That's it. It's not never going to happen. All right? I don't know how many of these things. Things happen that lead to changes. Now, this is different because it's a shooting. When Dale Earnhardt hit the wall and didn't have a Hans device on his neck because there wasn't such a thing, that was changed. It was a tragedy, and it changed things. This is completely different. That was an accident. This was not an accident. But things have to happen for things to change, and I don't think we're going to see parades anymore. You can say, hey, They're not going to take my gun. They'll have to take it out of my cold, dead hand. I've heard that a million times from gun owners. Well, okay, let's do that then. Let's take it out of your cold, dead hand. I've got no problem with that. Let's try. 
That's all. Just try. If it doesn't work in a year, then say it didn't work. But we know how powerful certain lobbyists are, and this is never going to happen. But I wish it would. Because this, unfortunately, is the world that we live in. Um, Chiefs were just trying to celebrate uh, their third Super Bowl in the last five years. And by the way, they did celebrate it. This happened at the end of the parade. No Chiefs were injured. Andy Reid was, was helping kids uh, when this was happening, getting them to safety. It's not the way it should be, but unfortunately it's the way it is. And that's all I'm going to say about it because this is a sports call-in show. Tony, Scooter, myself, Ed, when he's here, we like to have fun, and we're going to continue to have fun. If you want stories about the shooting in Kansas City, go to CNN, go to Fox News, go to ESPN, who I'm sure is covering it uh, you know, completely. But that's not what this show's about. As I mentioned, it's Thursday, February 15th. A lot to talk about today. Kentucky's got a new offensive coordinator in football. Bush Hamden. First of all, great name. I know Bush is short for a much longer name. That's a great name. Boise State, Tony, tell me what you know about Bush Hamden. They had a top 25 offense. His name is Bush Hamden? That's all I know about. Uh, what I saw, he's a young guy. He's been, I actually read a little bit. I believe he was with the Falcons for a little while. He's been uh, some other teams. Uh, a guy highly thought of at Boise State. Got a good coaching State. tree. He's coached under some really good coaches. Some of the stuff I saw was the people at Boise State did not want to lose him. They really liked him. Uh, like I said, young guy who's been around a little bit. So it's always wait and see with the offense coordinator. But it sounds like they went out and got who they wanted. Boise State averaged 32.1 points a game last year. Now, that's pretty good. If you're Kentucky... If you average 32.1, you'll take that. Here's the fifth consecutive year that Kentucky has had a new offense coordinator. Now, twice it was Liam Cohen, but Eddie Grand, who's the guy I'm missing between the Cohens? Scangarello. Yep. Rich Scangarello. And now Bush Hamden. Uh, you just hope it works out. Look, give Mark Stoops credit. The fact that these guys leave – means that they've done well enough that somebody else wants them. Liam Cohen has led for, left for the NFL twice now. Scangarello, I think he's still on campus. I think he's still doing some stuff. Eddie Grand was, was an advisor at UK there and still is an advisor to the offense. You go from offense coordinator, coordinator to behind-the-scenes advisor to the offense coordinator. That can't be an easy gig. Well, I, you know, when I was here last year, we did it this way. Well, you're... You're not the boss anymore. You're just an advisor. Bush Hamden brings some, as Tony said, he brings experience. He also brings youth and, and vibrant, a vibrant personality. But if you're Mark Stoops, Tony, are you after a guy this time that's just going to hang around a while? Give me a few years here so yeah. that I can develop this Georgia transfer. Yeah, that's the disappointing part, I think, of Liam, uh, Liam Cohen. They, they lose him. Everybody was disappointed he left, excited he comes back and then he leaves again. But yeah. it's the world we live in with coaches. And I just looked up uh, some of the stuff. It says Boise State finished sixth nationally in rushing offense last year, 214 yards. Uh, they won the Mountain West. They finished 26th in the country in total offense. It said he was the pass game coordinator and wide receivers court coach for Chris Peterson at Washington. Next 
when he reached, they reached the college playoff. He also coached quarterbacks in the NFL with the Atlanta Falcons. So there's your update right there. And again, are, really, are we going to know anything till August, late August, early September? No, nope. we're not. You know, you can you can jump up and Kentucky fan jumped up and down when Billy Gillespie was hired. Well, you know, because his only thing was basketball. That's all he and had. He was recruiting. I mean, he was, it's all he did, man. It's all he did. He lived and breathed it. He lived and breathed some other stuff. He had some too. hot tub issues, but other than <laughs> that, he lived and breathed basketball. You never know. When you hire these guys, you can have the greatest resume. Everybody loves you. You're ready to go. It doesn't matter if it's head coach, OC, defense coordinator, quarterbacks coach. Um, hey, Kenny Payne, he's the man. Was Cal I with, mean, the, with the Knicks? Cal oh, with the man. Knicks. Rick Pitino with the Celtics. Hey, greatest hire ever. You never know. Chris Holtman, greatest hire ever. Guess where he's at now. So, you never know. All right, a couple texts. John, we know which side of the aisle you're on after your pandemic takes. I don't even remember my <laughs> pandemic. So, it didn't matter what I said, Tony. Somebody's going to be mad. <laughs> and then the good point, thanks for bringing it up. That's a different one. So there you go, both sides right there. So that's where we're at here. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Let's bring in the voice of reason. David, how are you today, David? Well, thanks for taking my call, John. Sure. I don't know if it's exactly the voice of reason, but this <laughs> Kansas City thing uh, that, and I'm not going to, don't want to get political, but it was Please just, don't. just having the television on yesterday afternoon and just, you know, going through stations and thinking I was going to get NFL live. And, yeah. and it, yet, like I said, the end of the Kansas City thing, and they had a pretty extensive news, you know, coverage on it and get press conference. And they finally was able to transition to the sports center. But boy, it, you know, what a, you know, what a, just, just a very disappointing and, you know, just, have a feeling yeah. sad when all this was going down yesterday afternoon. Think that Kansas City Chiefs to celebrate three Super Bowls in five years and and and, and uh, players that had to just do things on the fly, I guess, basically when as that thing was wrapping up. Yeah, right? and I, and I don't know the answer, David, and and none of us do. Right, I don't either. We we see Jason Aldean the concert in in Vegas. Somebody just opens up opens fire from a window from a hotel. Churches, school shootings. I don't know why it's more prevalent today than it was 20 years ago, but it just seems like these things happen two, three times a year. And, you know, I don't know what the answer is. And if, if anybody at knew what big, the answer you know, was, at, at it would already be answered. Too, that's the thing. And I, and I guess you're probably right. I guess now teams will have yeah. to put things at their stadium and, and, like I said, have tickets and, you know, I guess, you know, go through, you know, I guess, you know, yeah. I guess maybe call the yeah. inspect, you know, the inspections when you get to the door, and, and things you, you can't take David, in. David, you, I think David, like you don't want to do that. Event. You don't want to do that. If you're an owner of a team, no. you just won a huge, you, you know, you just won the trophy, the biggest trophy in your sport. And guess what? A couple of million people want to come out and celebrate. That's what they want to do, but yes, if, they you, do. if you have it at the arena or you have it at the at the stadium, you can't bring out a couple of million people. You can't do it. That's why you have. No, you can't. That's why the Cubs had a parade that went for miles and miles and miles when they won their first World Series in 108 years. But we're, yes. I, I think we're at the point now. Next, next one, next one will be, I guess, the NBA title, and whoever wins it, if it's the Celtics or the Bucks or the Lakers or the Timberwolves, even they're probably going to have to have a very quiet 
celebration in their own arena. Or maybe you go to football the football stadium. field. If the Timberwolves, for example, if they would win it, they could go to the Viking Stadium. You get as many people in there as you can, but you're not going to be able to get everybody in anymore. That's what parades allowed. You could come. You could stand. You know, you had a 10-mile radius there where you could just stand on the side of the road and wave as the parade went by. Just like the Pegasus yeah. Parade in Louisville on Derby Week. You can just pick your spot and enjoy it and celebrate your team. And you know what? We're just not going to have those. Anymore. There's no place anymore that's safe. There's no, yeah, there's just, no, it isn't. And no. you just hope you're in the right place when at the right time. I don't, I, that didn't come out right. You hope you're in the right place at the wrong time. Yeah. You don't, that's I mean, true. it's just life. It's true. It's called it's life. true. Yeah. To think that, you know, just, you know, someone that I guess is not going to be, I guess the children are not going to see their, 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 their mother from what I've heard of the, the the person that lost their life though and that's the very yeah. very very unfortunate thing. Thank you, know, you for the call, David. They're going to have their mom. David, I appreciate it. Sure. And again, you know, we're not we don't want to harp on this uh, because that's not <laughs> what this show's about. This show is about uh, getting your feel the chill drink at Thornton's and talking sports and having a little fun and making fun of what Tony got his wife for Valentine's Day and Scooter trying to stop drinking and stop drinking sodas and alcohol. Is that right, Scoots? That leaves water, by the way. That yeah. leaves water. I'm I'm plowing some water. Tea? Are you a tea coffee yeah, guy? Yeah, I, I like sweet tea. Talk, are you a coffee guy in the morning? No, no. That, that, Soda's always been my coffee. So yeah, I, this that, morning was not nearly I'm as hard. With a Pepsi, it's hard. It, it this morning was not as hard as I thought it would be. Well, so. give it time. I got vitamin water over here. You're only two days into what us Catholics call the Lenten season. That's true. So that's what he gave up, Tony, for Lent. Scoot, get you some. Uh, you know, just some little powder packs to put that water yeah, in. Yeah, that's what I want. I do like light. that. I do like that vitamin water that they got at Thornton's. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking right stuff. now. It is. Pepsi flavor. Get Pepsi flavor. <laughs> do they have that? They do. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's Pepsi, but I know they make soda flavorings that you can put in your water, yeah. I did just see on uh, Twitter, Tony, Bush Hamden is having his uh, initial press conference as we speak. And he is real excited about the skill positions. The tight ends can run, he says. Elite wide receivers, oh, yeah. running backs, oh, quarterback room. Very exciting. Oh. Where could he now, go? Did that? I expect him to come out and say, you know, I don't like these tight ends we got. These running backs are kind of slow. Wide receivers can't catch the ball. Uh, they, they need some hands work. No. <laughs> this is how it happens. Everybody's excited. Except for Chris Holtman, got fired yesterday as head coach at Ohio State. Basket We're on basketball now. Is Juwan Howard next? Because Michigan-Ohio State rivalry has got to continue here. Is he going to walk away, or are they? Going Juwan to Howard's probably going to walk away. I think he is too he because did. of health issues. And he has had health, health issues, but boy, the portal was not. He he may be have had a worse portal year than Kenny Payne. I agree, uh, because Michigan is. I'd love to see Michigan. If Louisville played Michigan neutral site, give me a spread, Scoots. Uh, I would say Michigan minus four and a half. No, Louisville's minus five. No, no I'm, I'm going with Scoot. No, no shot, Louisville's no. No and, way. Well, we're never going to know. There's one. no way. I'll call it pick Absolutely. That way we got all There we go. We got, we got everything. <laughs> so, uh, Chris Holtman out. Ohio State says they're going to take their time in deciding who the next head coach will be. No rash decisions there. Women's basketball, and I want to mention this before the break. Louisville, Connecticut, Tennessee, and Iowa will play in the Women's Champions Classic. Now, did uh, TJ talk about this this morning? Mm-mm. Nope. I don't think it came out till the show was over. He did. He did tweet. 
I guess you don't have to be a champion in the women's game to be in the Champions Classic. <laughs> that is a direct shot at Louisville. Because, well, I guess it's a direct shot at Iowa, too. Iowa hasn't won a title, at least not the, to my knowledge. But UConn, Tennessee, they've combined for a bunch. Barclays Center, December 7th, Women's Champions Classic. We don't know who's going to play whom at this point. I can't imagine it's not Connecticut against Tennessee and Iowa against Louisville. Although, if Caitlin Clark comes back, with a, all indications are with her NIL Monday, why wouldn't she come back? Her Monday? Her Monday? Yeah. On Tuesday? It's Thursday, right? <laughs> who, if you're Louisville, if you're Jeff Wall's team, who do you want to play? UConn, Tennessee, Iowa. I'd throw Tennessee out. Because they're not, they're I'd not, say Pat, Iowa they're not they, Pat They Summit, usually Tennessee. play UConn, so why not play Iowa? Yeah. That'd be great. Dude, I want to go to the Barclays Center on December 7th. What'd they say? Caitlin Clark makes over 800000 She needs eight points tonight. But she makes over eight. She oh, makes yeah. almost a million dollars. She's going to make a lot more if she stays another year than if she goes to WNBA. She'll get her eight points in the first quarter. Uh, they play Michigan. That's on Peacock tonight. So, mm. you, can watch if you want to watch, I can watch it. If I you want to watch it, uh on Peacock, Tony? Michigan, and Iowa. No, I got I got every channel but that one. I think. <laughs> I mean, it's five dollars. Well, you can do it. You, you know, know what? what? I got if Netflix. I got Prime. If, yeah. I've got if I get uh, Paramount seven, Plus. Scooter, if I get fourteen uh, five dollars a month channels, that's that's seventy dollars a month that I don't need to spend. Right. That's true. Paramount Plus. You got Paramount Plus yeah, right now. I, do. I don't three, have that. You three, got for you three got months. Apple TV. Nope. No, me neither. Apple TV. Scooter. I got it. Yep. What don't you have? You got Paramount Plus? I uh, do not have Paramount Plus. That's Hulu. That's about it. I have Hulu. Disney Plus. Have Netflix. Have Disney Plus. Have yeah, I got it all. Amazon Prime. Well, you should got be able Amazon to get a Prime. bundle that gets can I borrow Paramount some money? Plus in there. Can I borrow some money? Because apparently you're loaded. All you need is a roommate, and then y'all can split that. I and, have and, one. She doesn't split anything <laughs> with me. Mine just pays for it. Uh, <laughs> scoot, but why would I get Peacock? I have to watch the Big Ten. That's a good oh, point. Yeah. Wow. That's a good point. I'm not if I'm an Indiana or Purdue fan, yeah, I get it. But I'm not an Indiana the, or Purdue fan. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm dropping it as soon as basketball season. The opinions over. expressed by Tony Burke <laughs> do not reflect those of management or uh, uh here at uh, W X V W. I tell you what I do have. I have ESPN plus. I don't so have I, I don't can, have that. So I can watch Bellarmine basketball. I've got ESPN and then I plus. put John Spears on my phone and I sync it. And I listen to John Spears and Mark Bug, and I watch the Bellarmine games. That when, is love right there. And folks. when the basketball season ends right in a after few weeks, Valentine's Day, I will love. get rid of ESPN Plus. Uh, until? Next year. Until football rolls around, right? Probably. No. College football? No. No, just, I'll, you, I'll wait to basketball, basketball season. What about baseball? You you love college baseball? Well, is I that not I, an ESPN Plus thing? I guess I got to keep it a little. Yeah. Just <laughs> By the way, college Plus baseball. The, golf, the golf's on all day. I can watch the golf Is all college day. baseball underway? Starts tomorrow. Okay. I thought maybe I missed something. Tony wearing a baseball shirt and his Texas Rangers hat. Yep. Pitchers and catchers are reporting. Garrett Cole, I saw him throwing in the bullpen today. I was looking at the baseball, NCAA baseball. Everybody's playing tomorrow, man. Well, well we're going to take a break, and we're going to figure out where Louisville, Kentucky, and Indiana are playing tomorrow because I have no idea. Talk about that. Much more. We'll set the stage for some college basketball this weekend. <laughs> And a fight in the NBA last night. A weird one. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.
back. Cheers on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio on this Thursday. Eminem Cartage hotline's open, 384-1450. To join in on the conversation, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. You can get your text into that number, 414-1450, sponsored by Thornton's. Um, all right, college baseball starting tomorrow. Indiana State and Louisville are playing in at South Florida. Uh, noon start tomorrow. South Florida Beach, Beach Bash, and they will also play Saturday against South Florida at 4 o'clock, and they will play Sunday against Connecticut. Awesome. At 9 a.m. Why are we not covering those games? Let's go. Kentucky is at in Spartansburg, South Carolina to take on South Carolina Upstate in a three-game set on the road. They'll play at 3 o'clock tomorrow. And then Indiana will play Duke 11 a.m. tomorrow, Scoots. Blue Devils about to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana, by the way, preseason polls pick second in the Big Ten behind Iowa. Hey, I'll take that. They've been good. Um, so there you go. 11 o'clock, IU Duke tomorrow. 12 o'clock, Indiana State, Louisville. And 3 o'clock, Kentucky, South Carolina Upstate. Yeah, Kentucky's playing a three-game series at Spartansburg, South Carolina. And there's your update. Uh, Scoots all over it yesterday. System 0-2. But we talked about it. Wait, System went 0-2? Yeah. Did you see these scores, Scooter? Mm-mm. You ready? Wow. I saw the South Carolina UConn score. 101, DePaul 65. Okay. We were getting 24 and a half there. What was the one? I felt good about one of them, though, didn't I? Arkansas. Yeah. That Tennessee really... 92, Arkansas 63. Woof. So those were both losses, and then you were all over Auburn. Mm-hmm. 101 to 61. That's right. 40 points spanking of 11th-ranked South Carolina. Kentucky now goes to Auburn on Saturday, Tony. Auburn's really, really good at home yes. and not so good on the road. Well, those three scores all by about 30 points. Oh, crazy. crazy. I, I, couldn't even, I didn't even watch college basketball last night because – I started to watch the games. Uninteresting quickly. Yeah, I turned it over to True Detective on, on <laughs> Tony following the, what are you in, season three? Mahershala Ali. Yes. Wait, that's a show? That's a show on HBO. Oh, we were talking about it before it's, the show. I thought they were movies. Oh, no. no these these are binge-worthy eight, eight episodes. Eight episodes like on each they're one. They're not 25 episodes like Seinfeld. It's eight episodes, man. I can't do it. Can't commit to that. <sighs> I've thought about it, but I haven't done it yet. Um, I got to find something new to watch though. It's been a while since I started something new. I started watching uh, Stephen King's It on the airplane. Really? Yeah, and I couldn't. I've never seen it. I haven't either. I, don't I got see about it. ten minutes in, and it was I couldn't really see it or hear it well enough with the plane engine going. Uh, when even with my headphones on, so I, I turned it off. I'm gonna watch it at home though. First ten minutes, I'm all in. Really? I'm all in. It's gonna scare the crap. Yeah, out I'm of not me. good at that. It's going to scare the bejesus out of me. That's for sure. All right. Uh, tonight, college basketball, number two, Purdue, is hosting Minnesota. Uh, there, are, there are no system games tonight. All three uh, ranked teams are at home tonight. Uh, Minnesota, 15-8. and eight. That's 830 Big Ten Network. The Boilermakers, 22-2. and two. They are 16-and-a-half-point favorites over those irritating golfers. I'll take the Boilermakers. It's good. Give them. I'm not making a pick. 
He Ooh. hates Purdue he so much. Hate, yeah. That when, that when he knows they're going to cover, he won't even pick the game. Because <laughs> he hates the – he always goes That's against the Gophers. He always says the Gophers are going to get killed, yeah. so he can't say it. Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, 11 o'clock, if you're uh, a night watchman here, CBS Sports Network, Pepperdine – the who uh, the Cardinals killed earlier in the year. They're 10 and 16. They're at St. Mary's. St. Mary's ranked 18th. The Gales are 20 and 6, and they are a 19 and a half point favorite. We might have some bad games again tonight. How exciting is a game between the Waves and the Gales? Well, we're going to find out at 11 p.m. tonight, <laughs> Eastern Time. If if I'm still up at one, pretty exciting. And that also means my parlay's still going. The, the needle moves on that one? No, not at all. No, because it that. drops to the left. Uh, 7 o'clock. Early early risers, ESPN two tonight. Temple. John Chaney's not coming through that door. They are eight and sixteen at twenty fourth ranked Florida Atlantic FAU. The darlings from last year, nineteen and five, still ranked. FAU is a twenty point favorite. Did that move the needle for you? No, no. The average tonight it's about an eighteen point spread average on those three games involving top twenty five teams. So least, ugly night. At least there's one NBA game. Uh, there are three, one on TV, Milwaukee, right, uh, I mean, Scooters, on, on Milwaukee TV. Bucks, who beat them out of a parlay a couple nights ago. They can suck it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Memphis, that's TNT 830 tonight. If you're interested, the Bucks, Scooter, 11.5-point favorites on the road. Yeah, I'm not going to be betting them tonight. I promise you that. I already got the over. So there you go. How did you get any parlays last night? I was over last night. Hmm. In fact, I don't think I came close. Yeah, there was. Some I don't low think scores, I came close because yeah. the system obviously did not help me last night. NBA's a lot of lower scores, so you know I love the overs. No, didn't do well last night. Uh, there was an interesting story in the NBA last night. Do you see this one, Tony? Because you looked at me like I was nuts when I said the fight in the NBA last night. No, I did not see the fight pregame. Oh, I, I'm reading it right now. Hours before the teams played, Detroit Pistons center Isaiah Stewart was arrested for assault Wednesday for punching Phoenix Sun Center Drew Eubanks hours before the team's play. Stewart was issued a citation and released. Uh, this has got to be a love triangle. He was already out with the sprained ankle. This has to be it. a love triangle. I mean, that's the only explanation for punching a guy like Drew it has Eubanks. To, hey, what are you doing with my girl? What are you doing with my wife? That has to be it. I mean, he punched him. In the pregame, and it's Detroit. There's nothing. <laughs> That's you know, why he's mad, John. Maybe he's mad because he plays in Detroit. The Pistons are eight and forty-six. Everybody, dang, they've went on a run the last couple weeks. Uh, let's see. Last ten, they are three and seven. Yeah, yeah they're hot. That's You're good. Right. They're hot. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there you go. Punch in the face. You know, I love these stories. Punch in the face. And I don't think it was about uh, illegal screen that he said a few weeks ago. This is, dude, what are you doing? I'd love to know the backstory. Love to know the backstory. Does Eubanks even play? Actually, does he I? Does. Yeah, he plays yes. a lot. Eubanks does he plays really? a lot. Okay. He's first big man off the bench for Phoenix. Hmm. Come on, man. Do your NBA. Yeah, I don't. Do your NBA research. I don't pay attention to backup NBA. Centers. Celtics beat the Nets <laughs> last night. You see this score? Fitty. Fitty. 136 to 86. It is the second time this season that the Boston Celtics have won a game by 50 points. 
They are only the third team in the history of the league to do it twice in one season. And the other two teams were really good. Late 70s Bucks did it, and I uh, forget the other team. But they were all really good. And Joe Mazzilla got his 100th win. Celtics are 43-12. and 12. 43 and 12. How's the coaching change working up there? It's working pretty good. You know, Celtic fans kind of went crazy when Ime, Ime Udoka was fired because of some improprieties within the building with some female staffers. And there wasn't a fight before the game. And there was not a fight before okay. the game last night. Uh, and Joe Mazzula came in as the youngest head coach in the NBA. They did, a, you know, he did a great job last year. They got to the finals. And all of a sudden, okay, he's our coach, and now they're forty-three and twelve, best record in the league, six games ahead of Cleveland, who won again last night for the uh, in the in for the number one seed in the East. So they're doing something right. Wait, but, Cleveland uh, won. Cleveland was down seventeen early in that game last night. I watched a lot of that game. They were down in the fourth quarter. Too. Yes, they were. They wow. came back and won. Good for uh, them. 105-103, I think. Although I don't have it right in front of me. Well, you know, you were talking about the fight before the game yeah. up there. Well, you got more news on that? Uh, Booker got uh, tossed in the second quarter. Maybe he was heading out on the town, too. <laughs> Phoenix won that game 116 to 100, by the way. Why? Because Detroit is the worst team in the league. Uh, Cleveland outscored Chicago 37 29 in the fourth quarter. So they were down five. And uh, one by three. 108 105 was the final score. They were down 17 in the first half. Donovan Mitchell, though, he had 30 points, six rebounds, seven assists. He was the only thing keeping him in the game in the first half. He was incredible last night. Um, Clippers came back on the Warriors. and Yeah, while we're doing it. And Curry lit it up, man. He uh, was nine for 19 from the three point line. Had 41. And they lost. And they lost. 130 to, to 125. Clippers. And the Clippers. Maybe. Best team in the West, question mark? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, nobody believes in the Timberwolves. By the way, Minnesota at Portland tonight. Minnesota's nine-point favorite. Nope. There there are only three games tonight in the league, and then we got the All-Star break. Did you hear the over-under in the All-Star game yesterday? I heard y'all talking about it yesterday. <laughs> I wasn't even close. I wouldn't have got, I wouldn't have got within 30. I think I owe Scooter some kind of gift card or something because I, I said if he get within 30, and he got – he was within 25. You can get him a vitamin water. There we go. Now we're talking. I get him a, a veggie uh, veggie burger gift card. I'll 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 let you cheap out, John. You can just bring me a Thornton's vitamin water tomorrow. Yeah, I don't under a dollar. I'd rather give you twenty dollars in cash. <laughs> well, okay, really would. deal. Uh, Charlotte beat Atlanta one twenty two ninety nine last night. Miami over Philadelphia one hundred nine one hundred four. The Phillies are uh, the Phillies. The Sixers are just not the same without Joel Embiid. Maxie was really good last night. But he needs help now. So is Bam. Bam, um, 109-104, what Bam do last night? Uh, he had a bunch. I'd have to look it up. Well, I thought he, you had it right in front well, of Well, I just said he had that. I saw it when I was in the gym today. I thought you had it. As oh. you can tell, this show is scripted. Yes, very much so. <laughs> we have everything written down that we're going to say. Dallas beat San Antonio 116-93. A lot of defense for the Pacers, man. Pacers give up. Now, they win some games, but they give up 100, 125 a game. They won last night, beat Toronto 127 to 125. Bam had 23 and 13, and so did uh, Hero. He had 23. The two UK guys had 23. And Max. What did the UFL guy do? Oh, he's hurt. Rozier got hurt, didn't he? A couple of games ago. Well, that's why they're winning again. 
Oh, wow. No, Scooter was the one who brought that up when we were doing the show. I missed that. He was like, well, they got they got Rogier, and now they can't win. Maybe they shouldn't have got him. The right, Lake- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thomas Bryant, too. Don't forget about him. Oh, yeah. The uh, Hoosier, see, Hoosier or Boilermaker? He's I forgot. Hoosier. I'm just trying to be mean. <laughs> Lakers uh, with, mean. without LeBron last night, Lakers 138, Utah 122. Anthony Davis went off. All right. LeBron, does he want out of L.A.? There were flirtations. Now, nobody ever made an offer, okay? That's the part That's the part to focus in on here. But the Golden State Warriors, among other teams, right before the trade deadline, made inquiries about whether or not LeBron would be available to pick up in a trade. He was not available. But, you know, he's a veteran. I think the Lakers went to him and said, hey, do you want to be here? And he said, yes, for the rest of this year, I want to be here. So nobody made any offers, even though Steph and Draymond are trying to, you know, the rumors are they're trying to get him to Golden State. That was never going to happen. He can opt out of L.A. after this year. And my feeling is he's waiting to see where Bronny ends up. Now, does he's Bronny – He's got to wait a couple does years. Bronny, no, he's going pro. No shot. Does he get drafted? No shot. And do you draft him if you have the late round and the second round late pick? And say, I'm going to draft him because he's going to bring LeBron. Is makes, that possible? Makes it more angle. plausible, yeah. I mean, if I'm the Sacramento Kings and I have a late second round pick, I've got my young team, I've, I've got a team that competes for a title here. Mm-hmm. Why not say, hey, let's draft Bronny because LeBron wants to play with his son? We'll have them both and probably get, probably get LeBron at a discount. And that's another – and LeBron is no longer interested in being the number one player on the team. He's he's proven that in L.A. He's saying, Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, you guys do your thing, and I will be in just a part. And if you can go to Sacramento with Darren Fox, uh, Sabonis. Sabonis, all those guys, and just be LeBron helping out, why wouldn't you do that if you're Sacramento? With a late second round pick, I could see it happening, but will it happen? Or anybody else, any other young team that says, "Hey, we could use an established veteran leader that doesn't want to be the focus." You know, I don't want Kyrie in here. I don't want somebody like that, or you know, Russ Westbrook. Don't want him coming in. But what would it cost you? It, I don't think it costs you that much. You don't think, I think, you think he'd give, take it as a discount? He doesn't. He, he needs the money, John. Tony. <laughs> He is in a group that is making a bid for an NBA team in Las Vegas. Do you know what it costs to get in the door in the NBA to be allowed to make a bid? Probably a billion. Five billion dollars. That's a lot. Five billion dollars before you start paying money to actually create a team. LeBron doesn't need any money. He's good. He'll be all right. I think he will be. By the way, do you have a favorite Super Bowl commercial? Mine has to be the Dun- Dunkin' Donuts, Dun Kings with Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, Matt Damon, Jennifer Lopez. That was hilarious. Yeah, and I'm not as big on the commercials as I used to be. I don't watch them as hard. That was fun. Scoots, do you watch any of them? I, I watched them all, but I can't remember which one was my favorite. You brought up Tom Brady. I did like the one. Schwarzenegger was good. I, oh, that yeah, Neighbor. Neighbor. Yeah, that that, was, that no, was probably no, no, my favorite neighbor. one. Neighbor. 
<laughs> now he made fun of himself. You got to give him credit yeah. for that. But no, I liked the Tom Brady one. I don't remember which sports betting app it was, but oh yeah, with they were like, now everybody gets to win except, except Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. That you was won my enough. favorite. That was good. <laughs> Talk about the pitcher on the side of the building. Yes, yeah, that 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 no was, Tom Brady. Yeah, that was that was my favorite. You won enough. Why is my babysitter here? That what if, what if that, I, what if right, I think Tom Brady's cute? Yeah, yeah, you can be him. Just Tom Brady. That was good. Vince Vaughn was funny in that commercial. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's take a break. We've uh, wasted enough time here. We'll talk about the local teams and their upcoming games this uh, weekend. And the 49ers fired one of their coaches today. We'll talk about that a little bit as well. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cardiff, John Spears, Tony Burke. Doing a little dance here in the studio. Not me, Tony Burke. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the concrete. Final segment on this Thursday. Um, Eminem Cardiff hotline still open, 502-384-1450. Thorne's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Our boy Middletown Mo, former Notre Dame, what do we call him? Outfielder? Utility fielder? Yeah, that's called utility. Play utility player uh, says NCAA baseball. Let's go with like fourteen exclamation points. You fired up. I love. College I gotta baseball, be honest. Man. I don't watch a ton of college baseball. I watch a lot of Louisville and a lot of Kentucky. I watch a lot of MLB. Do you at least watch it when it comes to the playoff or the tournament? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I watch it all year, but I, John, I said I was getting rid of the plus, but I don't because I watch college baseball. Texture says maybe Louisville can luck into another Satterfield situation next month. Kenny Payne to Ohio State? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, good luck that's with that mean, one. That's mean. <laughs> that is mean spirited. It's not not funny though. It is funny. It is funny. All right, uh, let's see what else I got written down here that I haven't talked about yet. EA Sports is coming out with the uh, NCAA football twenty five scoots. Is that one of yours? Nah, it doesn't really pique my interest Because at all. I've seen people on Twitter saying they're going to lose their whole summer because mm-hmm. they're going to be playing. Oh, people are going to go nuts when it comes out. Yeah, but I was, football 25, EA Sports. I was never a it's big. It's in the game. Never a big football guy in terms of video games. Yeah, I've never been a video what game What sports guy. ones do you like? Uh, I like basketball, pretty much any sport but football. I just don't really golf. Golf games are a lot of fun. Okay, well, I just thought I'd mention it because – Twitter's going nuts about it. Mm-hmm. They 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 had a little preview, little clip of it. Well, they've been teasing it, it, it look, for so long. It's very lifelike. It's it's really cool, but I just don't get into it. Sorry. That's the one but good maybe thing. Maybe the listener does. That's so. the one good thing about Neil, the fact that it allowed those games to come back. TJ Walker wanted to know my thoughts on the on Bush Hamden, the hire. I have none. I said that earlier in the show. I don't have any thoughts on it. Until Kentucky scores fifty two games in their first game. I 52 games. 52 points. The jury's still out. It's even got you confused. Um, you know, I tried to catch up on my sleep from Florida yesterday. Did you? I think I caught up too much. <laughs> you I went, missed the day? I went nap in my chair during the afternoon and then 10 hours overnight. I think I slept too much. You got 10 hours of sleep last night? Yeah, I went to bed at 1030. What? Yeah. Got up at 830 this morning. Had that groggy feel. You ever get up and like, like what kind of? What, what kind of Nyquil it? did? How much Nyquil did I take last night? That feeling I had that the eyes were crusted shut. Well, you know what's coming really close, Scoot. 
getting the clubs out. That's right. Today's not playing a good today, day. man. I guess I still have basketball for another week. Then I opened up the door to the golf. I'm uh, going to be on the Thursday uh, thread now, right? As long as you want to be. Me, you, Slugger. Yeah, Herb usually plays. Her and Herb, yeah. Sitting, Herb was sitting. telling me I saw Herb. Hello to Mike Hebe. I saw Herb down in Florida. Sitting right here, guys. And uh, <laughs> Maybe, I don't, I don't know. Is there a five some Tony? There's not a five some. I'm sorry, Scooter. Maybe we kick Herb to the curb. <laughs> Bring in Scoots. Kick Herb. The campaign is called Kick, kick Herb, Herb to, to the, the curb. curb. I like it. Take Scoot. All right, let's get Tony's picks for the weekend coming up. Uh, Kentucky, Auburn, Saturday, 6 o'clock on ESPN. Obviously, we don't have any spreads yet. What do you yet. think that spread's going to be? I, was I think to Auburn's going to be five. I heard somebody say six and a half and somebody say nine and a half. I'm going with six. Wow. I'm going with six. If it's nine and a half, I'm taking the points. Now, they can get beat by 30. This Kentucky team right now, I think now's the time to bet on them to win it because they're they're going to go they're not going to stay the same. They're going to go one of two ways. It's going to go south or it's going to go north. And if it goes north, I don't know what the number I'm going to check tomorrow and see what the number is right now. You got it at 20 to 1 mm-hmm. about a month ago? Yeah. I got it at like 16 to 1 in the preseason. It's got to be 25 to 1. Yeah, I would think so. Maybe 30 right now. Just the way they're playing. And if they lose to Auburn, it probably go even higher. But I, I got to remind me tomorrow, Scoots, to check that. I'll check it right now. Well, a loss at Auburn will not be that big a deal. Depends a how bad loss yes, yeah. would be. It does depend how bad. What do you uh, think happens? I think it's going to be a good game. It's hard to play there. Everything, I've never been there, but I heard they, they're already camping out the students yeah. for tickets to get in. Well, so you know. it rocks. It, it will be rocking. And they, they were talking about how the place is made. It's got the upper deck and it sits right over the top. And people have standing room only up there, and they said it's loud in there. And whenever, whenever Kentucky comes to town, it's a different animal too. You and, nailed it, John. Twenty five, and it's the ESPN, you know, prime prime time game, six o'clock game. So it'll be it'll be rocking. Uh, how much blue gets in? Not as much as not normal. as much. No. Uh, Louisville at Pittsburgh Saturday six thirty ACC Network. Um, Pit one at Louisville, if my recollection is correct. Yes. Did, uh, they just beat Virginia on the road. So Pitt's playing some pretty good basketball right now. The Cards, boy, I thought they had that game Yeah, the other night. Eight-point lead at halftime. Boston College is certainly not well, Carolina or Duke. The Boston uh, College crowd probably got into the game. Both of them? Did you see that? You I texted, texted me. You. It's, and I, I, well, I, was, I turned it on a couple of times, but. The TV I was using, it took too long to get from one game to the other, so I just kept it on the UK. I, I, I've never seen less people at a basketball, college basketball Well, they league. must have been rowdy in that second half because Boston College outscored the cards by 20. It, you know how they have the games, the tournament down at Walt Disney World, and they show the games, <laughs> and there's, like, fans behind the bench, you know. That's what it looked like. Uh, well, do the cards – Empty uh, arena. Any chance at Pitt? Oh, they have Pitt's going to be probably – Six or seven. I would say, yeah, I was going to say that. They uh, have a chance. I mean, they've played much. They've played much better. And if Kenny could have got that win the other night against Boston College, which you were talking about that role going dot, on. Dot, dot, yeah. What happens? Well, we know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. And we kind of knew anyway. But he was getting to the point where if they could win a few games, here, he could at least make an argument for himself. He could go into the room and say, hey, we got improved. it going. We've improved. We've got it going. 
and I got some guys coming in here. Now I don't know if he's got anybody coming in, but he could he could say that. How you much? lose that eight point lead at Boston College, eight point half time lead, you can't say here, that. Here's my thing, and that what you just brought up is a great point. How are they recruiting? How can they recruit? Because you can't go into a kid's house and go, Hey, we really need you next year. I'm gonna yeah. be here, we're gonna do it, and the kid's looking at you and, like And part of recruiting is recruiting against the other team as well. Because if your team A, team B goes to recruit this kid. He's going. He's not going to be there next year. Right. They've only won. Why would you go they, there? They haven't even won twenty games in the last two years, and the coach is not going to be there. Why are you even considering them? Northwestern at Indiana, the Hoosiers, after an eight-day layoff, will host the uh, Chris Collins-led Wildcats Sunday, three o'clock. FS1. Uh, Indiana's a different team at home. They are, but they need wins if they want to even think about getting into the tournament because they're in big trouble right now. Yeah, it, it's a must win. I know every game's a must win, but I, I like that Northwestern team. Every time I watch them, I'm impressed with them. So that's going to be a really, I think, a really good game. I think the Hoosiers win it in a close one. Tony, what if I were to tell you that Ty Berry is out for the season? Oh, didn't Does know that, that change things? That I did not know that. Yeah, they announced that today. Well, that makes a difference. Always makes a difference. But, and I just told you I thought Indiana was going to win. Yep. Got a couple of texts from our boy Buzz Frank here. When I was listening yesterday, I thought that had officials called intentional fouls over the years like they did against U of a women, we would have missed one of the most iconic scenes in sports history, Jimmy V after the 1983 championship game. Yeah, that's true. Tony, I, you weren't on here yesterday, so and you're a coach. Officiating is just getting worse and worse and worse at the college level. I it's just so hard to get they they're put into situations where the Jeff Wall so many, so many about man I know there's so many rules and there's so many things to change but you have to call the end of the game like you call the beginning I, I and I know people say let them play I agree you got to be a little more leaning on the whistle but I had a game one time I was coaching it was the end of the game and a kid went in for a, a layup and one of our kids fouled him and they called it intentional. I went nuts. And I said, look, if that would have been a quarter ago, you would not have called that because you wouldn't have been thinking about him fouling him. And that's, you know, when, when humans are making decisions, a lot of them overreact to situations. And, and, and unless it's a machine or a computer, it's going to happen. Also, the ACC, I heard they fine Jeff Wall's 20000 and reprimand him, and then they come out basically saying, yeah, we missed it, and here's the intent of the rule, and you're right, Jeff, but we still have to find you. Yeah, you can't, you can't change the outcome, no matter right or wrong. And, John, you've made a few mistakes. Scooter's made a few mistakes, and I've made a few mistakes in our, our day. Eh. Well, we've heard, maybe, we've, not maybe not Scooter. Uh, Humans. The, Humans. Uh, the – Kentucky layup by Shepard the other night that was called goaltending. They it was right at the immediate timeout. They come back, take out four. Kentucky had a put back layup. They don't get, and uh, Ole Miss gets the ball. And the, the, the rule has to change. In the Louisville game, when they reviewed it, didn't look like goaltending. Certainly but did not. It was a foul dunk. I think they said, "Let's err on the side of Syracuse." Should have two points here. Yeah, I, I, how do you correct that? Buzz, actually, the Hans device was around when Earnhardt died, but he refused to wear it. But you're right. It did change NASCAR for the better. And will you be calling Bellarmine football next fall? Sprint football on Come my on. resume? I don't see that happening. Thanks for listening. We'll uh, close out the week tomorrow. You have me for a full week next week, listener. Sorry about what? that. Yeah. 
Beers on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. <laughs>